Aaron, congratulations. A great performance against the Panthers. A great victory as well in front of a, a huge crowd. What was your take on the game? Yeah, I mean, that crowd was awesome tonight. Um, obviously, a minute and a half in, there's that injury, which I think sucked the life out of the building a little bit early. Um, but I, I, I loved our start. I think we gave up two shots in the first period, played very stingy defensively. I thought we maybe made a little bit harder work of that game down the stretch than we, we should have. We didn't take our chances, weren't clinical enough offensively. But our, our defensively, we've been outstanding um, for, for quite a while here now. And, you know, again, if you want to win trophies, you got to be ready to defend. And, and we've been doing that very, very well as of late. So it was good for, for us to get the two points. And um, it was great to see a huge crowd here. Yeah, we deserve to be two up, though, didn't we? We, we controlled the play. Oh, yeah, I thought we should, probably should have been more. That You know, we're up 2 nothing with a minute and a half to go in the, in the period there. Puck's on our tape. We rim a puck. It hits the ref. Stays in the zone. Two bounces later, it's in the back of our net. You know what I mean? That's just a little bit frustrating. And then, you know, we give that last one up with five seconds, which is always going to be disheartening when you give up a goal in the last, you know, seconds of a hockey game. When you're up, um, you know, same thing. I, they, they call Greener for putting the moorings off. Like, he just makes a, a save on the post. And then sometimes the, the ice gets soft here and the nets don't stay on. So tough call there and, and did not close that game out in regulation. But I'm, you know what I mean? I'm not going to nitpick right now. I'm pretty happy with the two points. I'm pretty happy with how we played for a while now. And, um, yeah, maybe we'd like to see some more goals. But, you know, I, I think us playing the right way is more important. Overtime could have gone either way, couldn't it? Chances at both ends. Yeah, there was some good up and down hockey there. Goaltenders came out and made some huge saves um, in overtime. And then, you know, Greener makes seven saves in the shootout and their goalie makes six of seven. And it was good to see Cons bury that and give us a win. Talk us through the Cons uh, decision, because you didn't use him last time in the uh, in the shootout. And he came, he went close first time, but then for him to get the win, a place went crazy for him. They love him, man. Yeah, he wasn't in the lineup that last shootout, which is why we didn't use him. Um, he's just, he's been such a key guy in shootouts and penalty shots for us since I've been here. He's, he's we do it every Friday. He's got three or four legitimate moves. Um, so he's just, he's one of those guys that, that, that I'm very confident in, in that situation. Um, it was, like I said, it was great to see him very yeah, you don't get sentimental, but I think everybody here was just happy for him because he's had a he's had a tough 12, 18 months, hasn't he? And for him to get such a big goal like that, he's so important. Yeah, huge goal against, you know, I remember the the overtime winner, five hole, mm. where he jumped into the crowd yeah. uh, a couple of years ago, which was great too. So, you know, he's he's a guy that I trust in that in those situations and went, went to him twice. Okay, thank you very much indeed. That's head coach Aaron Fox. Jonathan Fernley's listening in on that. Jonathan got the Corey Nielsen interview as well. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. We're on the away bench, so we've got to be very careful when we walk on the ice in a moment. Um, talk me through Corey Nielsen, first of all. You spoke to him, his first game back. Is this a different Nottingham Panthers team we've seen today? Um, certainly plenty of character in the way that they fought back. You know, they, they needed a couple of moments of fortune in the game because at 3-0, sorry, at 3-0 the game would have been over and we had a chance to make it 3-0 when Whistle hit the post shorthanded. You know, empty net, backhand, tight angle, but 3-0 there probably kills the game. We'll, having... we'll talk about Corey Nelson in a second. I only say that because I can see Dowdy on our home bench. So let's just go and see if we can... Uh... We've got you, uh, Dowdy, we've got you trapped. You can go nowhere. Dowdy and Oscar are here. Wow, just talk us through that one. It's uh, We're making hard work of it right now, aren't we? We are. Uh, yeah, obviously, super grateful to get that win. We made hard work of it at the end, but it, to, to be fair to them, they pushed back pretty well and hemmed us in. And obviously, that call at the end was, was a tough one. Uh, but, 
yeah, uh, all, all, all props to the boys. Overtime was very back and You've forth. You had a couple of chances over time. Oh, the puck wouldn't settle on the on that one when I kind of broke through. It wouldn't sit down for me. It was bobbling, but hey, sometimes the rubber the green. When it's bobbling, it'll bobble over the goalie. And today, it just bobbled over the goal for me. But it'll come good. But it was very back and forth that overtime, and then obviously Greener in the penalty shot shut the door on, on every single one. Which it's uh, you're going to win more than you lose when your goalie performs like that in a shootout. I know it really doesn't matter who scores the game winner, but how good was it that it was Cons after everything he's been through? Absolutely awesome. Obviously, uh, you could tell he, he wanted one, and after that first one. You could see him looking back, and he wanted it. he wanted a second crack at it, and obviously, being given that second crack at it and take take his chance, especially in big games like that, that's awesome to see. Yeah, Daddy do well tonight, Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that, Daddy did do well. Cheers, Rob. Thank you. So then you interviewed Corey Nielsen. What was the uh, what was he saying post game? Uh, he was surprisingly positive about uh, about them because, you know, he knows he's gone up against a good Steelers team, and he saw a, a Panthers team that played a really good defensive game down to 5D and Kelsall not really played much D at all really if, if any um, filling in and helping out on a few shifts you know and to limit you know, a high scoring Steelers team to just a couple of goals killed all three uh, power plays that they had to face uh, he seemed genuinely uh, genuinely pleased because he's only had one training session to really work with them so it looks like he's got a bunch of players there that you know that want to play for him um, you know they've dropped to eighth in the table tonight um, even though they've got Lovely. a point because uh, teams, teams behind them have won so there's still a lot of work to do um, but there's a lot of games left to do it in Talk us to that incident at the start it looked pretty nasty Yeah, essentially he sort of skates into the back of Mason Mitchell and falls uh, straight backwards onto the ice and it's, uh, it's his head that, that hits the ice first um, you know, a c- complete action you can tell the reaction of the players on the ice that, you know, Mitchell was you know, not at fault. We, we, we just see Alfie just walking down there. Now he was he was out as quick as a lightning. Our physio and our doctor wasn't mm. he? Yeah, because any time a player you know hits their head hard, you, you're always particularly concerned. Um, you know, there's no uh, no, no initial you know prognosis yet on how serious it is, but hopefully that news will come out in the next couple of days that it's that it's not too bad. Carter Best and Wills join us. Carter just knows how close he was to getting the Simsy rap tonight. <laughs> yeah, you were warned we had to win tonight yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, your view on it? We've just heard off the off the bus. What's your? What's your... Yeah, it wasn't our best. Uh, there were some really really good things from that from that game to take away. And uh, you know, end of the ga- end of the day, we got the job got the job done. There's still some things we want to clean up. Obviously, that you know, getting getting scored on with five seconds left that that sucks. You never you never want that to happen. But again, end of the day, uh, got the job done. And uh, just shout out to the fans tonight. Great atmosphere, great crowd tonight, and uh, that was a that was a huge. Uh, they're a huge help tonight as well. Does it frustrate you that we're out shooting, out shooting, out chanting teams two, three to one, and and then it's coming down to those last couple of minutes? Yeah, uh, definitely. It, it's it's a big thing we tell the guys. Like for us, it's just sticking to it. We, we if we create those chances, they're going to start going in the net, and you know it's we run into trouble if we start changing our game, and that's what we don't want to do. We stick to it continue to create those chances and, and let the let the puck get in the back of the net. But from a defensive viewpoint, if the only two goals you're conceding are a six on four with five seconds to go and yeah. you know one that hits a referee and takes two other weird kicks, yeah. the team must be doing a lot of things right. Yeah, of course. I mean again we have been playing a really stingy defensive game lately and I think it's uh, it's a big it's a big part of our uh, 
our identity, I think, is our, is our defense. And a lot of our offense that we create, it comes from the D, our defense and good in the D zone and really aggressive. And again, like you said, a couple bad bounces for sure on those goals. And But at the same time, I mean, there's still things we can clean up on those on those plays. So. Okay. All right. Well done. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Oh, Carter, he was... He had the warning earlier, Jonah. He had the warning. Do not lose to them and him and them and him. You can't do that. Exactly, exactly. Take care, Carter. Let's uh, have a trip down. God, we're clearing out the arena. It's almost empty, doesn't it? Um, we're in the uh, physio area. Everything's been locked away. See if anybody's on the table. They can never escape if they're on the table. We said it could only be a quick one tonight, Jonah. I think, uh, I think we might be the case. Is there anybody around here? Captain, do you want to come and talk? Jonah, are you looking away? Have you turned the music up? This way, come on, come on. Let's get you. Come on. <laughs> they're, even they're even turning the music up in there to get us. You know how, you know it. me then, because he moved. Oh, did he? He, he, he was, saw he it. in the line of sight. <laughs> Always good to beat them, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And yeah. To be honest, we were, we were we were worried about this game. You know, I think whenever there's a in any sport, whenever a new coach comes in, and um, you know, I think there's always there's always a big pushback. You know, the team always wants to impress a new coach and kind of cement their positions. And um, you know, they are a good team, and we were it was uh, yeah a little little closer than we wanted it. What's he like to play for? Because you've been part of the GB setup when Corey's around. We only ever see him as, you know, against the Sealers, but you've been on the same side as him. What's he like? He's, <laughs> as painful as it is to say, he's actually a very good exes and O's guy. He's, he's, he's big that into it. Steelers captain Jonathan <laughs> Phillips and we'll walk away. <laughs> he's, uh, you know, everything that we've kind of had with him with GB, he's, he's, he's big into his plays and uh, very good at kind of teaching those, um, you know, I suppose little systems just they're going to become harder to beat with him aren't they 100% and yeah. you know I think the way he I think he just demands a buy-in um, which you know I maybe that's what they were kind of missing uh, you know but who we to say sat here we weren't there but um, yeah I, and I think you could see tonight there was that, that, that was a different team we were just talking uh, before I got you Jono with Jono that the Guildford result against Belfast was that good for us or bad for us? I think we came to the conclusion, Jono, that it was a good result that Guildford beat Belfast. Yeah, I, you know, I think uh, Belfast are obviously so strong, and you know, the last few years, and um, yeah, I think it's uh, you know we can't let Guildford you know run away with it too much, but I think you know obviously Belfast got the probably the, the experience, should we say, to, you know, if, if they've got them points in hand to, to really do yeah. something with. But, you know, let's, let's not get ourselves that, you know, Guildford are a good team. Um, they're up there for a reason. And, you know, we've got to make sure that, you know, whenever we play them, we, we, do, uh, we do the right job. But you know what? Daniel, Champini. Daniel, yeah. Champini. Yeah, see, if you, if you try and just jump in, you can't then just walk away. You can't. Do you know, you know Champ has actually got a podcast? <laughs> is that right? Yeah, you, you told me you did. No, so Jono actually is a chef. <laughs> yeah, okay? I am a chef. Yeah. He is a chef, and he has a he has a menu. It's and it's called Jean Boy, like French cuisine. J E A N with a hyphen. With a hyphen. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Things we learn on this podcast. Yeah. 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 Talk to us that guy. It was tight. <laughs> yeah, he's left. He's left you in it there. Yeah. yeah. But 
But, um, a, but a great one to win at the end. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think it's important to, to win these games, obviously rivalry. and They had a new coach. We knew they were going to come out hard. And I think we talked about um, expecting their best right away. Um, you know, they got a lot of good players. They got good personnel. And I think that they, you know, probably wanted to figure out their system. It's going to take some time. but uh, And we kind of knew that we were expecting it, honestly. So um, we had a good start. We got we fell flat in the second end of the second period, which kind of set us back a little bit. And obviously the end of the game, you know, we kind of shot ourselves in the foot a little bit. And, you know, the penalty kind of, kind of questionable. I don't know. But uh, either way, it was nice to still get the, the two points and get the win. New look line combination for you. You've had spent most of the season with Scott Allen driving the net. Then it's been Danny Cristo on the half wall sourcing passes across. Now it's Martin Lattle flying down the wing. How did you find that today? Yeah, I've never felt slower in my life playing yeah. with number 25 and number 62. I, I, it's just a different game playing with them. You know, it's nice because you can put pucks into space and they get every puck. Um, you know, so they, I, I feel like they complement each other a little bit because they play a similar game. Was, we only had two, maybe one and a half days really to do line stuff with them. So it was kind of trying to find our rhythm and our groove. Not that we played bad. It's just, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit to get some confidence with a, with a new line, a new look line. But, I mean, yeah, they're great players. They see the ice really well. And definitely, you know, I've, uh, my birthday was yesterday and I'm feeling every bit of my age of 32 <laughs> watching those guys skate up and down the ice. 32 and he's looking at us cracking. <laughs> Just a quick one. You've taken a penalty shot and the pressure that's on your shoulders when that happens. For Cons, who's been through what he's been through the last 18 months with the injury and, and coming back, that was, that was a great way to end the night. Yeah, for sure. And it's so cool because he's so confident about it. We've seen him do some of the cool coolest shootout moves in practice and he's got you know maybe yeah. six seven eight different ones and to see him pull it off I think the first one was really close I think yeah. it kind of hopped up on him he said but I think the, the second one was like a pretty sick move and, and I, I you know I he looked so calm doing it like he's you know he's done it for for years it looked like the ice was pretty getting really pretty choppy out there, there were a few players as you could see they were moving in the puck wasn't flat on the ice like they wanted it to be yeah I, I when I went down I was unsure if I was gonna you know I was gonna deke or if I was gonna shoot just because of seeing other guys but I saw that he had come out a little bit and I know he likes to overplay so I had him beat uh, the puck just kind of hopped over my stick unfortunately so it's just kind of what you get when you're you know way deep in overtime and uh, you know the game's going that late and the ice isn't the best so um, you know it's definitely a it's definitely nice to get the win, that's for sure. And it was nice that Kahn's uh, was the one to do that. And I thought the celebration was the best part. Yeah. I don't know if the owner did 200 pounds of the stick going into the yeah, crowd, yeah. but uh, I think on a night like this, he did well enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah Either that or he's getting an invoice on Tuesday. Exactly. Thank Daniel, you. thank you. Let's make our way back to the, uh, the media room. We have Pete Spencer. Mike O'Connor walks past us. Do you know Mike's uh, 60 in about two weeks' time? Did you know that, Jonah? No, I didn't, but I do no, now. He's a, you look well. A man keeps his colour of his hair that black as well at 60. He's like, he must dye it. He must dye it. Well, you've got two options. Either it goes grey or it falls out, and we've, we've taken one option yeah, each. Yes, exactly. You're saying I'm grey. Right, let's wander back in. Is Pete Spencer in there? Where's Pete? Has Pete gone? Still working. Are we still at Where's Pete? Uh, I think you were about fourth in the line for interviews. <laughs> Is that right? So he's, not happy, yeah. he's the lad from the university. He's just left. Just missed it. He's just left. Corney, tell us what's happening on social media. Is everybody happy? They've got to be happy tonight. Everyone's very happy tonight. Are we all happy for cons? We are very happy for cons. We are very, very happy for cons. Dino, did you get some good pictures? Did you get Conzie's game winner? Yes. 
Yes. Yes. Do you know what? How terrible would it be if I told you that a penalty shot that I have at least 45 minutes to take a picture <laughs> of I'd not got. So yes, we've got him. We've got him. And of course, we're happy for cons. We love cons, don't we? We absolutely do. I was that. I was just keeping my fingers crossed. And then the bloke. And what goal as well? And then, what well, I don't know. I haven't seen it. The bloke stood up in front of me and was shouting. <laughs> I missed the whole damn thing. I'm going from reading glasses to long sighted glasses because I'm trying to work out who's shooting to say. Here comes Pete. Here comes oh, Pete. Oh, David, all I'm hearing is. The words of an old man right now. Yeah, oh, very old, very old. Pete Spencer. <sighs> Did you get Connolly? Yes. Yeah, we've all got cons. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we all got cons. I think even the guy from the University of Sheffield got cons. I think cons was just looking around for anybody. I, said, talk- can I, I said, can I delay your dinner further? And he was like, yeah, fine, whatever. He's yeah. one of those. He's, hey, he's when you're not asked for an interview, that must kill people. I mean, like, you should, you know, you've obviously done something well if you're, uh, you're getting it. And I just... Just, just on the cons thing, and I love cons. I, I think he's, firstly, he's a great player, but more than that, he is a top, 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 top bloke. Yeah. He's a proper man, and you know what? There's fewer and fewer of them in sport at the moment, and to have a guy like him, I think he's, he's terrific. So I was, I was, I was thrilled for him. But uh... it was interesting. We're, we're, there was a guy behind me, in the, and I stand, I stood centre ice for the penalty shots. I went out on concourse to watch it, and there was a fan behind me, a Steelers fan, going, Connolly. What are you? He's only got one goal all season, and this was the first time he took it. And then obviously he missed the first one. He goes, "Oh, see, one goal all season." And then when he got a second chance at it, I just kind of looked at him and I just went, "And he got, again, he's giving it again and going, why, what?" And I was just thinking, you know, if you remember that player that in the Challenge Cup final against Cardiff scored that goal, you know, that that was a, a great penalty shot in in that particular game. I just thought. You, you back the players that you, you've trusted in the past and that you know can get it done. And Aaron said afterwards, you know, there are three players who are no-brainers, so he probably means Connolly, Champini and Christo are probably three of those those names in a, in a five. Yeah, because actually the coach called me out because I said to him in that interview earlier, I said, you never used Connolly in the last one. He goes, Connolly wasn't playing in the last one. <laughs> OK, coach. So, uh, but, Stop you know, getting the facts, getting in the way of a good story. Yeah. But he was, talk- he, he was talking me through the the move and, and he said oh, I've only pulled it once in a game before and you know it gives him two different options with it and yeah to poke it five hole and you know it it made a game that was in danger of petering out and being a, a game that was entirely forgettable into a game that we will now remember yeah. for the, the cons penalty shot just like the game that I called a co- uh, maybe last season or the season before where Connolly gets the game winner against Nottingham in, the, in overtime so I put it the, 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 the stick in the crowd was good it was yeah I didn't pick up on that live but I had uh, Scott Allen on cold commentary yeah. for the uh, the third period and he noticed it right away it was uh, nice to have some company on the webcast tonight you had Evan Mosey for two I periods did for two yeah. periods yeah because it was meant to be Scott Allen back for the second but he Dave Burnham was laughing he was saying Evan Mosey was really good yeah he's talked himself into a job for uh, for the Cardiff game next week sorry Evan but they're Another one of your former teammates. Scott Allen was that one. Uh, not as natural as, as Evan is. I think Evan's a, a much more confident talker on the mic. Yeah. But uh, no, Scott spotted that straight away, uh, flinging it into the crowd. It's an interesting uh, interview. I think uh, we made enough money tonight yeah. to forgo a stick into the crowd. <laughs> yeah, I interviewed Brent afterwards and put it to him that you know he's, he's had so many different roles this season, up and down the lines and onto defence. And but he, but he says in the interest, he's never been a player that's bothered about points. And you think, well, someone who's put up as many points and as many goals as he has throughout his career but he said I just want the team to win if I've got to score lots of points to do that then I'll do that and he's, you know he's getting a fourth line role there aren't many minutes out there um, you know he's not a part of the power play anymore 
but he's a happy player at the moment because he's, I mean. he's, he's able to still contribute yeah. to he's the team. He's a proper winning. bloke. There's a lot of players we've had here in 31 years that if you went, you're going down from the first line to the fourth line, they'd be sulking, they'd be moping, and then he got healthy scratch, didn't they, the yeah. other week? They'd be moaning, the doors would be slamming, and he'd be off. No, he's here all the way through. He's with the team, and that's what I like. And you need men like him that can... I just, I just think people like him are a dying breed and yeah. long may continue. And a lot of people may have questioned Con's coming back for this year. You know, he's just coming off a massive knee injury. Many people thought, you know, I think that was his second really bad knee injury. You know, put him out of GB for a second uh, time. And he just, uh, some people questioned whether or not he should be back. And games like that and the versatility to do a bit of everything and be a team player is why he is back here and why... He, you know, potentially, if he wants to, he should be back again. Yeah. Anything else to add to that for tonight? The Corey Nelson, the Panthers are harder to beat with him, aren't they? As, as much as it is pains for us to I say, was, are they? I was looking through a whole lot of difference. I thought, oh, what can I find? What numbers can I find? And realised that Corey had won more games against the Steelers than he'd lost. It's fifty-four, fifty-three. So he now hasn't won more games than he's lost. He's all tied up. So next time, Boxing Day, we can finally turn. Well, we had we had that period. He had that period of time just as Tony took over the Finity years. That we weren't great. Sorry, Ryan. Uh, he always listens. Um, Finity has the worst record of any Steelers head coach in games against the Panthers. Sorry, Ryan. No, Finna. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to pile on on Ryan, but <laughs> no, I'm no, 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 we all like Ryan, don't we? Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. Um, but I'm yeah. not technical enough to be able to edit it out. I'm afraid you're just going to go in as a whole. It's um, yeah, it was one of those when when you saw Graham sacked on Tuesday. It was what you were inferring a couple of weeks ago that actually Corey could be one of those to come back in from from Europe, and and you just thought when it when it got confirmed, oh, it's us on Saturday, and uh, yeah, it's, it had upset written all over it considering the games we've already had in the World Cup and stuff, you just thought, oh, it's going to be potentially another upset from a, a Jekyll and Hyde team, as Aaron called them last week. I've got to be honest, beating the Panthers is what I live for, but beating a Corey Nielsen Nottingham Panthers team is just that little bit better. I just I just, just think that. I just Because, you know what, he gets it. He gets Steelers-Panthers. Mm. He hates us. I mean, we get under his skin. He absolutely despises Sheffield. And I like that. And, yeah. I, and I'm good that they've got somebody like that because he gives that bland vanilla club that they've got there a little bit of something to come, to come back with. I hope his foot's all right from where he kicked the penalty door after he came off after the, uh, the interview. Yeah. I don't know if you picked up he on went, that. He went, damn Steelers, you do my head in. <laughs> I went, ah, oh, orange, a curry. And he's like... <laughs> yeah. he's, I mean, like... Yeah. He, he's an openly admits he's a nerd, isn't he? He's like he's a hockey nerd. He, he studies the video. He's systematic. He's structured. He's a teacher. He's he's all of those things. No disrespect to teachers, John. Um, but he, he's that kind of guy, and I think that's just what makes it because he cares so much about his club. That makes it so much better when we beat them. Yeah, and it, and it, as you said earlier, it makes those games that you play against Nottingham just gives them an extra lift and an extra edge. And if a coach doesn't get it, you, you kind of think, oh, is, and we always have this conversation about has the rivalry fallen away? Is it as, as big as it this once was? was the best thing that happened to our rivalry was him coming back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, it, it just ignites it again. And, you know, you saw the barn tonight, how full it was. It was great to see so many but people. If, but if Johnny Canada, you know, Johnny Canada or Freddie America comes and takes over, he doesn't understand it. That Graham didn't understand it. You know what? I bet you Aaron didn't understand it for a few for a few games, and we drum it into him. But McCoy does get it. 
and he's got enough experience of games against them. And in the big games, we've done pretty well against him, you know. Well, but, I remember uh, doing the, the interview when Sheffield beat Nottingham in the playoff semi-final. John Armstrong. John Armstrong with the winger, with the winner. And, um, and I did the interview for Elite League TV on the ice afterwards. And I thought, well, that might be the last Elite League interview with Corey Nielsen as head coach of the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Turns out not to be now, but... At the time, it was very, you know, sullen, one-word answers, as you, you know, you probably experienced with Corey before. But as you said, he just gets it, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Anything? No, just in terms of, you know, there have been so many games that Corey has, has won over the years against the Steelers, but has also had an awful lot of disappointments. And it's those big games and big moments that keep the rivalry going. And there's always so many Steelers-Panthers games across the year, you know, 10 are scheduled, and you think, well... What's the reason to get up for this particular one? Well, the first game of the season is always a big one, and then the second one, oh, the Panthers are in disarray. How much more misery can we pile on? Well, seven more goals, that's great. But today, what was, what was special about it if it had been Gary Graham? There wasn't really mm-hmm. anything special, but there was today, and I'm fairly sure the Panthers are probably going to win more than they lose in the lead-up to, to Boxing Day. So then there's going to be the sense of the Panthers are here to spoil the party so that gives that game a little bit of a lift and it does just uh, inject a little bit of extra life into it because throughout the last few years the Steelers have won way more than they've lost against Nottingham across the Elite League games and the one thing it's done is it's hurt the number of travelling fans but if the Panthers start winning well, some that was more double. Games, that was double tonight what was in here yeah, a couple of weeks ago because they know they're going to get a different level of hockey from Corey Nielsen and I know towards the end of Nielsen's time not all the Panthers fans were were sorry to see him go but they're all happy to see him back yeah what, what followed Nielsen wasn't great and sometimes better the devil you know be careful what you wish for yeah exactly and and we've seen that tonight haven't we you know he is when he goes a bit away with GB the GB guys tell me that you know he he effectively runs the the defense and he makes teams hard to beat so I expected uh, you know even though he's only been in there by all accounts since Friday morning He's going to bring in a disciplined, a, defensive. You've got to really beat. And he's a presence team. as well, isn't he? Oh, he is. Yeah, and, he's, a, he's a smart man. He's got the big suit on there, and he's a six foot three, four, something like that. And he's he carries some presence. Yeah, but they're going to get a rocket on the bus going back to Not- Nottingham now. No, no bones about it. And and that's that's what that club at the moment needs and it's going to definitely get John that. tells me they're down to 8th place now which made my night a bit better <laughs> <laughs> well, he's found some weird mathematical well no it's just the Elite League table sorts it the Elite by... League have got it wrong they sort, they sort it they've by... got them as 6th John has got them as 8th I'm taking John as they sort it by points and there's 3 teams all on 14 but Fife and uh, whoever else is above them have got uh, Dundee with their win have got them on tiebreakers on regulation I'm, wins I'm going to break away Dean's calling me over go on what do you want Dean Oh, very nice. Black and white, Robert Dad smiling. Yeah, very good. Connolly's game win, if you can. Get that one, that's more important. Anything to add, boys, or are we uh, wrapping up? No, Devils, uh, Devils yeah. up next, the final game of... Uh... They, they lost to Coventry in overtime today. Overtime, yeah. That's another point they've dropped. Um, Belfast dropped two, they dropped one. Well, that's what I was going to come on to, and I put that to, to Aaron. I said, you know, a Guildford the real deal now, because we've been mm. waiting for them to have a bit of a wobble. And he said, well, actually... The only team to beat them twice this year is Sheffield. Mm. And obviously Nottingham beat them earlier in the year as well. So they've been on a heck of a run, Guildford. We, we lost a game to them here that we should have won, didn't we? Yeah, was it was it overtime yeah. or penalties or something like that? So, yeah, that's... 
But the next time we see them, it's going to be interesting. But as I said a couple of weeks ago, they've got a, a run now that they've got Belfast out of the way, where I think they've got Dundee and Glasgow and a couple of other teams where actually they could be top until, you know, they Christmas. Can, they can smell each other. They can, and it's like Leicester City. Well, they're bound to lose, but they didn't. They just keep winning. And they've Steelers have got games in hand, but as we know, you don't always win your games in hand. So, yeah... Um, I think the, the script needs to flip a little bit in terms of who do we want to lose these games. I think it's about time the Steelers uh, cheered on whoever's playing Guildford because, you know, the gap's six, Guild- the gap six if points. If it's Glasgow, Fife and Dundee, we're definitely cheering them, but I still... Hey, Glasgow yeah. are starting to yeah. turn the corner. I know they lost tonight, <laughs> but there's signs of life in Glasgow now. I don't. Th- I, th- I expect them in the playoffs. Well, that's the team that we 10. expected at the start of the year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll be in the playoffs come season's end. Okay. Oh, no, I was just going to say on, on Cardiff coming next week again another team where you kind of a bit Jekyll and Hyde and you kind of don't know what to expect because you know as we we talked about Bounds last week being good and then not good and then out and Angie's always good against us. So yeah. Well, that well that's always. the thing. Apart from a couple of shockers when he's not, but yeah, well, he'll, here he'll here be. he's had a couple of games down there where it's been a bit different, but in this building he's had a he's couple normal. of games where he's not lasted the first period here. But oh, normally, normally, he's, normally he's brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, Bounds will start. They're not going to start uh, Cozen. Bounds will start and he'll play brilliantly because that's what normally happens. <laughs> but it's not to say that that's what always happens. Okay. Well, hopefully it's one of them. Hopefully. Pete, Janet, <laughs> Courtney, Dean. Thank you very much. We'll see you against the Cardiff Devils. <laughs>